minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 146. Tommy Jacket. Good to be back after a week off. Technically, not really a week off, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, it hasn't been a week off at all. We The reason we say this is because we did, for the first time uh, since I've been away, a back-to-back guest episodes. So, um, we on Friday... Yeah, well, it, it, was, it was more a bit of a... Um, I blame it on the Italians. Oh, no, we're, <laughs> no, sorry. I blame it on the Germans. Blame it on the, the Germans. The almost... <laughs> for the uh, the failed episode that we did record yesterday that didn't go to air and was replaced with Bianca Chatfield, which was a good it was a good chat. Perfect timing as well. So Bianca was has just started on the block. The block was uh, premiered. It's uh, on Sunday night, wasn't it? Was it? Ag- it wasn't against uh, all Aussie Adventures. Yeah, was Sunday it? night. Yeah, up again. Big. That's a. They're fighting for the top spot. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I've, I I should just get a TV for the amount of times people ask me, have you watched this? You ask me all the time if I watch something and I don't have a television, so I can't watch it. But if if I can watch it, I watched all Aussie adventures from Munich, Germany. Surely you can sort out something in St Kilda. Jeez, I've just connected the dots. The reason we couldn't get yesterday's show to air it was so bad with delay was because you used all your data on all Aussie adventures. <laughs> no, I. It's true, um, isn't it? I spent so much time searching for a VPN that would get through to Ten Play because I normally use Nord VPN. VPN for people who don't know, I'm sure you do. Virtual private network. Essentially, it's a way to be able to look like you're in a different country, and um, when you're in Germany, you can't access uh, Australian content like Template. So I'd used Nord VPN, which was still blocking the content. So I just signed up for Express VPN. And uh, so now I can, uh, for those rare times where I want to watch Australian TV, I can watch it. Um, so now you're in Poland. Yep. What is, what's Poland like? I am so excited for being here. So I'm in Krakow and I'd have to say we've we've only been here for maybe uh, less than 12 hours, but we we probably we've been here probably for about 6 hours, but it has been so far my favorite place. I'm going to call it that I we've been to in Europe. Really? And yeah, you're not a water guy, are you? I mean, you're on the Malfi Coast in a boat, yeah. swimming through the crystal blue waters of the Blue Grotto, and now you're, like you're inland. Don't like water. Don't like. There's <laughs> all these things. I'm just like, I just, so, yeah. This this is good. This has been. It was probably 26 degrees today. It was. Um, I you'll <laughs> people will uh, laugh at what I had for lunch. I, for lunch, I had American barbecue, and uh, life's good. Life's really good in Europe. <laughs> is that ha- is that how they sold it? The shop said we're selling American barbecue. Yeah, well, yeah. So it, it's a um, we're staying at this Airbnb. So one of the things about uh, Krakow is the prices are so inexpensive. So it co- like we our twenty uh, two minute drive in an Uber uh, from the airport 
cost us nine Australian dollars. Uh, we had a um, wow. uh, for lunch. We had this the first time we've really had like non sort of European food in a lot of ways because we've just been eating so much like pizza, pasta. When we were in Munich, we went to a beer garden and did the whole sort of um, you know bratwurst and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the mm. the American barbecue like we we did like the two person like American barbecue type of thing. And it was uh, $25 Australian dollars for the two of us, which you would have paid in Australia like 70 bucks. So uh, that's not the only reason. Jeez. But every people seem uh, I like, super nice. As I well. like that you, you, you're warming up for a, your trip to America. But there is one place you're going to that is probably the reason I'd go to Poland and you're going to Auschwitz. Yes, we, we've booked Auschwitz going uh, on Thursday. So we we did, when we were in Munich, we did a bit of history type stuff, got to um, hear some pretty full on stories. Um, and, you know, mm. we, we walked down sort of the street where uh, I don't know much about history and all that sort of things. So I'm finding it really fascinating learning all this stuff. But the time basically. Hitler was shot, you know, at the time where he just went to jail and all that sort of thing. We were like walking along the street where all that happened and where he did his big sort of propaganda speeches. But um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one going. Yeah, so yeah, I've, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's it's more thinking ahead to um, what, how you'll be acting at Auschwitz because yeah. I, was, I was in a conversation with a bunch of mates once and we were talking about like um, – what do you do when you go to these places? Because Auschwitz is one of those ones that, you know, you, you're very much respectful of, you know, um, the vibe and what, what went on. It was very dark there. Yeah. But at the same time, we're in this world where we're, everyone's documenting everything they do and they want to, you know, take a photo. And then we started talking about, do people actually take photos at Auschwitz? And are people more so in the photos? Like, I know that people would probably just, you know, take sort of um, cinematic or, you know, really uh, amazing looking photos of the landscapes and and the surroundings. And so I went on to um, Instagram and I typed in the hashtag Auschwitz and the location and I went... and And it's crazy. People actually take photos of themselves... At Auschwitz, but then we were talking about what do you do? Do you smile? What's the face that you do at these places? Because there's many of these kind of tourist attractions that had some pretty serious stuff go down, and they're probably pro- you, you probably shouldn't be smiling yeah. at a photo in, in a photo at a place like Auschwitz. And there were they, I looked at the hashtag, and people are smiling. Yeah, people have no clue. Like coupled up, yeah. and so. My, and so I, I, I get, I, I could guess what you would do, but is that a thing that's going through your mind? You're nah, like, I'm not I, gonna, I don't I'm gonna think, be respectful. I'm not gonna take photos. I don't think the, like, I feel awkward in some situations taking selfies anyway. Um, but yeah, I think t- selfies at Auschwitz is should be a no. Like, even if you, even if you want to get, if you, <laughs> yeah, if you want to get a photo of of yourself as some sort of you know memory for yourself there might be connections within you know there's heaps of reasons why this place might be you might have Mm. a connection to it 
I think, you know, a t- tasteful photo that's taken by someone else of you. But I think that it's a pretty, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I personally don't see the need to have a photo, a selfie or even a photo of me there. I'm just there to absorb and mm. learn rather than, you know, use yeah. it as a, as a selfie op. I want a full report. Um, our reporter on the ground are people doing selfies or just taking pr- uh, photos that are a bit inappropriate there. You don't have to. You just need to tell yeah. me. You don't have to take. Well, a, I just, I'd love you to take a photo of the person taking a photo, but that's probably just as disrespectful. Yeah, man. I think that it's going to be. It's one of those ones where it's like you think about what holidays are. And this is definitely a different type of um, tour. So it's almost like I was when Bree and I were planning it. We're almost trying to plan it around. Like, okay, when like this is going to be a bit of an emotional hit. Where do we want this to sort of be through, you know, and sort of a big perspective, you know, shift or, you know, an opportunity to learn. So, um, yeah, it should be it should be an interesting, interesting day. Mm. Oh, it'll be super fascinating, dude. I'd, I'd love to go. Yeah. I'd absolutely love to. Um, I've been listening to some podcasts at the moment with some people who have um, survived, you know, the Holocaust. that period of time. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, like it's worth just having listened to some of these people talking about, um, yeah, that period of time and just what they went through. I, I heard one guy, the way he survived the camp was he chose the job to work in the um, toilet, which was more of like a barn with, you know, just drop toilets. But so the reason he worked in there, because it was warm from the humans coming in yeah. and defecating and yeah. um and that's how he pretty much stayed alive people the the guards didn't want to touch him and the heat from the room uh helped him <laughs> stay alive it's crazy isn't it? <laughs> it's just i've got it pretty good yeah i'm just worrying about being cold at the moment but fuck me yeah and it's the um i i wonder in these situations too when i hear these stories within history that we just can't fathom i wonder what is going to be our version of that like is there are we going to look back at things that happened in north korea or that's happening in north korea or different parts of the world where we say i can't believe because i can't think of a time like i can't put myself in that situation when you know the you know, during war and during all of these, you know, crazy times. So I do wonder about that as well. Mm, mm. Yeah, I think um, there's not much that compares to that that part of history at yeah. the moment. But I don't know. Who knows? Um, what, what's been happening? What have you been up to on the weekend? Mate, it's just on the ground, working, just, you know, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That's what you say when you've actually been doing nothing. Yeah, you know, mate, just, uh, just on the ground. keeping it going. <laughs> just on the ground. Um, I, I have been thinking about, I've wanted to do this. It's a, um, a benchmark that's been reeled out maybe once or twice. Yeah. But it's um, it's what's the point. I don't know. Did you have a jingle to it that you made up? Nah. You're already singing the jingle. I think that the only jingle that has really st- stuck was um, Life Trap, Baby Life Trap, um, which which is probably as much as the singing you're going to get today. But um, no, no jingle yet for What's the Point. But uh, what what is the uh, – what's the point? What's uh, – 
What's today's What's the Point, TJ? So I know I know this is a good one because you're the opposing side, so you already know it, but I thought we could just flesh it out. Yeah. So in, say, I think in some videos, I know in some movies, especially on like um, news broadcasting, they remove the number plate or they blur out the number plate of a car. Yeah. Right? And so um, I know I've been asked to do this mm-hmm. from people. Oh, can you just blur out the number plate? And my, my, my thinking was, what's... And I literally said, what's the fucking point <laughs> of blurring out the number plate on this stuff? When, and I'll just dish up my case for it, because it's like I could think of some reasons, but I'll let you dish out those as mm-hmm. to why you should blur it out. But if you can go down the street and look around and see cars everywhere and you can see their number plate, or you're driving, you're driving your car down the street and there's number plates everywhere... There's no point, there's no need to really, like, unless your number plate's like, I don't know, a weapon that's very recognisable, that um, you didn't want people to just know your car because it was so, so recognisable, this number plate. There's no point in blurring out number plates. Just quickly, did you ever have a custom number plate, especially during your stripper days? (laughs) No, no. I thought about it. Um, I bought my friend one. It was M-A-7-D-A, and it looked like Mazda. Wow. And I bought it for his 21st birthday. What a good friend you are. But no, the... um (laughs) <laughs> I could. I feel like because you're probably paying what you're paying uh, six hundred a a a month on on the BMW repayments when you when you were in your early twenties, so you probably didn't want the extra cost of the rego. Um, I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So no, what's the point? No, I think that probably in a lot of these cases, it's um, it's all risk mitigation. That would be my guess which is like sometimes if you're doing a um you watch some youtube videos where they've integrated with a brand so for instance it might be um they're they're doing some sort of uh integration with say visa and visa might be really specific where you can't have individual other individuals faces on so you'd actually see blurred faces or maybe within the context of the number plate sort of thing i can see a bigger reason of especially if you're um say you're renting a car and you're doing something uh you know you blur the number plate so that fucking hertz can't come back and say um you know, you were driving this car inappropriately or things like that. But that's probably a shit answer. I don't know what the point is. Yeah, but I think this is, this is, and it's also like um, just veering off, uh, people holding up newspapers. Yeah. Um, like that, you know, like back in the day. It's like they still do that and there's no point in doing that. Is this for the, the weight loss type of it thing was like or the gains? Some- yeah, for the weight loss, for the weight loss thing. I yeah. know you're guilty of it. I've, don't tell no, me you haven't I've held never, up a newspaper in a photo. I've never held a newspaper up. You never have. No, you just use the metadata, and if some if some fucker, is, <laughs> exactly. like, the thing is, people are going to be like, yeah, we know that he couldn't have been that fat that long. Like you know, people know. Like I don't know. It's um, I have taken a fair few before photos though. 
Yeah, yeah. So have I. I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I've never never gotten to the after photo. It's always been the before, just sort of stockpiling <laughs> until, you know, you think it's going to give me this motivation. But um, maybe in 2020, I'll That's be able so to have funny. an after photo. Um, it, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. The metadata, it's the same. It's like, I think people from over time have just seen, oh, no, you blur out number plates. Oh, no, you hold up newspapers. And it's become this thing where you just, people are doing it for the sake of, of it because everyone else does it but they haven't really thought too much about it well maybe so, that there's yeah, a level I, that people like it because they think that it it elevates what they do like i know that when i was i remember when i was in year 10 and i made a video um of all these kids in woodwork smashing wood sort of like this uh, my version of like a jackass video and um i was going to um put it up on YouTube and so I decided I'd go through and I blurred the um, the uniform <laughs> like logo and I think it was as much as me thinking that I was a real top dog like yeah I've, just, I've censored it guys but, I, but it's going up online type of thing but um, yeah maybe that's part of it as well <laughs> that's hilarious so that was the gra- that's the grassroots of blurring blurring yeah. I mean you, you might have just you I know I've used it when I've worked out how to use it. Yeah. But um, it's more for, more for faces. I get it for covering up faces and stuff. I saw on the block um, Bianca Chatfield, she had some old footage of her playing netball and they blurred out the sponsor um, that was on their netball T-shirts, on oh. their netball singlets. Oh, interesting. Which makes sense because yeah. they're conflicting and um, Chell and I need to make their money through yeah. their own sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. so I get it when it's that, but I I don't think there's much point these days of blurring out a number plate in a low end production. Yeah, high end, I get it. You're covering your ass. Yeah, there's more. There's more to <laughs> medium, lose. Medium to low. Yeah. Well, the um on a, on another note, there's a little bit of a, a delay, and for people who don't know, who haven't worked it out, Tommy is in St Kilda. In Melbourne, Australia, and I'm currently in Poland. I'm traveling for the next couple of months, and um, this is how we do the show. But we use uh, FaceTime as our way of communicating. And then uh, you and I, Tommy and I, record at each end. And then in post production, Tommy emails me his audio, and I sync it up, and then we we put it online. I um, TJ, I was thinking about the the FaceTime. Fuck, it sounds easy. It, it sounds so it's easy. Not easy. It? Yeah, it's not. It's not as easy as that. Well, people could hear no, this no. is a, this is a specific one where I feel like the delay is a little bit more than um, usual. But at least we can hear each other when we're in Munich or when I was in Munich. Yeah. The, um, you were getting half of what I was saying, so there was these huge huge monologues. But mm. you know how you were you were asking me before about um, could I call you because you didn't because of the number issue yeah so you've had about seven different numbers since you've been gone so i've got all these texts from all these different numbers that i can't keep up and you called me on my phone which means it didn't go off on my computer where i needed it to so yeah i asked you to call me again well it it reminded me of um an incident that i had probably a year ago where i was calling brie on facetime um, because uh, I don't know, like I couldn't get, I don't think I could get onto her for some reason. And so I'm like, I'm going to try FaceTiming. And I FaceTimed her and it was calling and calling, calling. And then 
a guy, an old dude in like a taxi answered <laughs> Bree's phone. I couldn't believe it. I freaked out. I was freaked out. I was like, at first I was like, is this some sort of prank? Is Bree in an Uber? And she's just handed the phone to the guy. And then I went into a bit of panic mode and I'm That's like classic messaging. Do you, could you imagine what's happened? Um, well, I mean, you, you've got to know, like to, to FaceTime somebody, you've got to go onto their phone mm-hmm. and then you've got to click onto their number and then press FaceTime. So it's, it's, it would be hard to FaceTime someone random. Yeah. So I would be thinking the same. Because well, I thought initially, I was like, have I clicked someone that's wrong? What had happened, it took me a bunch of research to work it out. But basically, when Bree and I had been in the US, we had added this, you, you know, when you get that notification on your Mac or on the iPhone saying, do you want to add this number to your FaceTime? You add it to your FaceTime. And the thing is, that stays there, but yeah. then you get rid of the number and then someone else gets it. So what's happened is Bree's <laughs> number was in like on the contact section of um, the, the US number was in her contacts. And so when I FaceTimed, it FaceTimed, like it'd been probably FaceTiming this dude any time that I FaceTimed Bree, he would have gotten, gotten a notification saying <laughs> that I was calling. Oh, so he's just the, who the f- who is this? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't answer a face like it's, I'm interested that he answered a video FaceTime. Oh, I, know. I wouldn't if I was getting a video FaceTime from a number I didn't know, other, other than a European number at the moment because it's most likely you. Yeah, um, I wouldn't answer it. And so what happened? What was the interaction? Oh, like? It was very short. I just sort of panicked and hung up pretty quickly. But it took me a while to work out what was actually going on. And and so you just deleted that number, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Out of your phone. Yeah. I know they've got to recycle numbers. Yeah. But I didn't know that, like how, how long between actually, say if I finish my number, I've had my number since I was um, since I was 14. I've had my the same phone number. Mm. So if I got rid of that and cancelled it, what? How long does it take yeah. until they get a new I'm one? Sh- I'm not sure. I would say that it would be. I mean, in the US, my vibe is that they must recycle very quickly because I've multiple times gone to the states and had texts from people coming through saying, "Hey, do you want to catch up?" Like, and it's happened multiple times. So my feeling is that the US is maybe more prone to this sort of double up of numbers or getting a, a number that's just sort of being disconnected. But I feel like maybe it's it's less likely oh, yeah. in Australia. Maybe we have a bit of a different system. When I went to Sydney for one of the first times as a like 17-year-old, I was at, yeah, like a trip by myself. I'd been up there with family and holidays and stuff. But when I went up, no, no, I was 18 or 19 and I was up there and I was like, oh, cool. I'll call. I need to speak to mum. Yeah. I'll call her on the home phone. Yeah. So, you know, typed in and um, still remember the number. Do you remember your home number? Yeah. 9700 4584. It's no longer. I don't think they use it anymore. Solid. Solid. Yeah. And so I called. I was in Sydney, 959 and um, answered. I was like, mum. She's like, no. I was like, oh, Who's this? Where's mum? And because you're in Sydney, there's still the same number. It yeah. just, you you were meant to put 03 at the start if you wanted to get through to Melbourne. Yeah, I had this conversation. Like, I was like, you sound like you're kidding such me. a this baby isn't, too. 
It sounds like such a baby. Like, where's, I know. Just, where's mum? Where's mum? You big fucking baby. Yeah. And then, no, she was, she was a young girl. We got on and I was like, you're kidding me. You know what I've done? I realised as soon as I sort of got halfway through trying to ask where mum was. <laughs> I was baby. like, this is crazy. I've got this. I live in Melbourne and I'm up in Sydney and I've got the exact same number of you as you. How cool is our number, by the way? Um... Yeah, this is a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, what other are there funny. any other numbers that you remember that are a little bit oddball? Mate, I could I I can reel off a bunch. I probably won't yeah. because they might still exist. I'll do one as as a good as a good yeah. promo. Uh, Mexican Cantina in Narry Warren in Rebound Court there. Zero uh, three. If you're in Victoria, nine seven nine six six one nine nine. Ask for Arrett, and yeah, um, yeah try their <laughs> beef tacos. See, um, I had friends that I remember their numbers, not restaurants. <laughs> they were your friends. <laughs> well, me, well, look, if, if we if people haven't heard about my the relationship I had with Mexican Cantina, I. Uh, loved Mexican Cantina so much. I started going... They uh, started in, I think it was 1988 in Dandenong. And then they probably... You know, I was born in 1990, probably when I was about seven, so say 97 or something. They opened up in Narry Warren. We started going there. Maybe it was probably... Yeah, anyway, don't have to get into specifics of their history. But... <laughs> I was I went there from probably yeah, the age of seven and I went there nearly I reckon every weekend, especially once I turned eighteen. When I turned eighteen, Bree and I would go religiously every single weekend. But yeah, it's one of those restaurants that was has been consistent in my life. So um Yeah. And that's where yeah, we went. I, I was the I was the Facebook I yes, we've been there. But I, I somehow yeah. ended up being the uh, the Facebook page manager, which I they've taken me off since. But I remember sort of maybe <laughs> twenty ten or something. It's not that long ago, something eight years ago. But I remember saying, "Hey, I think you should uh, set up Facebook." And then I took photos for their website, and they basically paid me in food. So they'd bring out a big family size nachos. I'd take a couple of real dodgy photos with under the restaurant light and then palm it off to my bro and they would all eat it. It was good fun. That's classic. You're the big dog. Just <laughs> big dog. Boys, we're getting nachos. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Free. Yeah, got me got me fifty mil one point eight lens on. Never shot never shot never shot food before. You haven't said like and Mexican, let's be clear. Tex Mex, amateur photography it's it was uh, it was a great experience. <laughs> but if you go to their website now, I think they still use the photos, and you can see like the um, actually if you go to Mexican Cantina now, their website, and I think they've done like the great Photoshop job where they sort of cut out the the corn chips on the top and the nachos to sort of be a little bit of a transparent background. It's a strong strong look for memory, but um, and it's your photo. Uh, yeah, these are all my all my photos. That you'll um you'll see classic still being used yeah from eight years ago yeah I should probably maybe <clears throat> maybe I should have done some sort of royalties deal or some sort of refresh so every single year I get one 
free sort of all you can eat type of deal. Well, it wasn't too bad. It was all right. The food was um, all right, but I wouldn't yeah. go every weekend. Mate, I fucking I love that place. But hey, before we go, um, Munich Hotel. Uh, I oh, we, we we spoke about this yesterday. Was the episode that never made it to air because of the fucking delay. But um, uh, for people who don't know, I did an Insta story about it. But basically, I left a review about a manager at a. About a hotel that we'd only just checked into. So I was basically in the situation where I was like, Am I going to bump in to this lady? Because I've said some pretty sort of harsh, harsh words. And guess you what? You came TJ? down hard. And yeah. And Gone. you preempted. I think you were. It was. It was from interaction to posting was on. It was very short. So yeah. it was before you'd even checked in. And so what's yeah. happened? Well, so I um, I left a review which sort of just talked about how, how rude the person was. And the funny thing was that there was no... She had, hadn't written back to any... If you go onto Google, if you type in... Was it Relexa? R-E-L-E-X-A Hotel Munich. Go into the Google um, reviews. You'll see that they haven't responded to any of the reviews... <laughs> except mine because I was able because I realized that this lady was just basically very short version of the story a guy off basically we we came in early uh 9am and said we just want to leave our bags we realized we're here too early so and he he basically said there's actually a room now so if you just go to the side we can just get you checked in so we go to the side then this lady the manager uh said hey can I help you and said oh we're being looked after blah 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 she started checking in the details and said that will be 50 euros additional for being early check-in and that was when I said oh no we we didn't want to be paying for it and she said well that's the policy and was like really rude about it and I basically in that moment turned to Brie I said I just can't believe this interaction that we're having right now and she was just like fuming. She was like this real sort of like um, really sort of a villain in a film, basically really big eyes and smiling and saying, well, that's just our policy sir, type of thing. Anyway, <laughs> in that moment, I said to her, I said, what is your name? And she said, excuse me. I said, what is your name? And she said, oh, I'm Mrs. Blah, blah. Anyway, so I realized that she was none of the reviews had ever called her out by name so and there'd been a few of like the rudest service they'd ever received type of thing and i think she must have been some sort of ex-model because if i I typed in her name and she was in an old probably from the 90s like an omo style ad where she's sort of working at a hotel and at like a resort talking about how she uses this cleaning product for all of her laundry. <laughs> anyway, so she's we, an actor. We, yeah. Well, so, well, yeah. So she's, she's had a, had a bit of a stint. So anyway, I, um, I called her out by name and then, um, this morning when we were checking out, she said, um, our oh, room 504. I said, Yes. And she said, uh, Mr. Jansen. 
I said, yes. And she said, Mr. Josh Jansen, because that's what I put. I have Joshua <laughs> on my on the reservation or whatever, but Josh Jansen is my username. And I said, yes. And she said, could, was, was there anything else that I could help you with today? And I said, no. Oh, no. And then we walked off. Like, And so it was a, in that moment, I was nearly ready to tell her how much of an asshole she was, but I just... I let it go. My heart was beating. God, I can imagine your heart yeah. beating. Yeah. For some reason, there's beads of sweat down your face. <laughs> Do you think she was trying to sort of get a raise out of you? Oh, absolutely. By the way she, she said it? She was trying to get a raise from the beginning. It. Yeah. What were you saying, Breezy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the things that Bree was thinking, which we haven't heard yet, but basically when we walked into the room that we had, it smelled like weed. So my vibe on it was I was like, I wonder if she's sort of given us this room because they were notorious for all these people complaining about being extra charges on their credit card for things where they're like, oh, you've... um you know, you've fucked one of the sheets or done something. So there was a part of me which was waiting for an extra charge where she said that we're being smoking in our room, which would be very, very funny if that was to happen. Oh, well, I think she knows what kind of a review she'll get <laughs> yeah. if, uh, if, that, if that comes through on the old credit card. Yeah. Mate, uh, word of the day. Should we give it a, give it a crack? Yeah, just, we haven't done one in a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, it was breaking up. It's just... Oh, okay. It's a, the the uh, technology. I, I don't know how... How much of a fan of the Poland uh, the system, the internet system over there? Just were you going to call it the Poland's Telstra? Was that what you were about to say? Which is very I was funny. about to. Um, no, well, I think tomorrow, I'm currently on the hotel Wi-Fi, but I might just try 4G tomorrow because I do have a SIM card. I'm trying to, um, I'm being tight on my data after using it all uh, yesterday. But And Breeze, she calls out. Um, no, word of the day, bemused. Do you know what be bemused means, TJ? Bemused. Bemused. I was bemused. Um, blown away amused is where I would take it. It was... I, but no, I don't know. Sort of close. Give me the... It's, give me the... Um, um, puzzled, confused, or bewildered. That's bemused for you. It's an easy one. It was sort of a last minute ad because I want to yeah. make sure we continue with this word of the day. I was going to say dumbfounded. This, a similar... Yeah. Like stumped, like something's just s- stupidly wrong. Yeah, well, I, I think I could say that with this situation in Munich, that I was just completely bemused, which is probably a good um, a, a good description. If you anyway, come back talking like a pompous fuckwit, <laughs> just with all these like, new, new words, mate, I'm disappointed. Get, to be clear, I think I'm just going to get at a standard where it's probably, where I can articulate myself properly. But... Um, any any other housekeeping? What else is what else is happening? Any other any other news? Anything Mate, else you want to leave the audience with? Uh, I've got to go um, pick up my son from his little cot and give him a little bottle. So my hands are full uh, okay, in terms right. of housekeeping. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I'm I'm going to go to bed. It's uh, it's 11 p.m. and I'm uh, I feel like I've been wired because of doing this show, especially last night with the fucked episode and then getting out Bianca's one and do, writing all the stuff. I was like, it's been one of those ones where I've been going to bed after midnight, which is fine when you're on holidays, but I just feel like I haven't even, I'm on holidays, I'm not getting eight hours a day, eight hours a night. So I want to change that. So there's a bit of a sleep update from JJ. 
and uh, I'll bring you my sleep update tomorrow. Yeah, perfect. No, it's a daily talk show, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll be back. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've. I know it's probably not a great one to to ask for it, given the, with the delays with the communication. But if you are liking the show, please leave us a podcast slash iTunes review. I I check it every day because I'm a bit of a vain fucker and like to know what people are saying. <laughs> but it's been probably a week since we've had a, a review, which is giving me the shits. So. Feel free to give us a review there. Catch you tomorrow, guys. Catch up. Bye.